We recording, Barry? Yeah. Oh, s***. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, you guys? Welcome to the 312 Podcast. I am your host, Ashley Diana, a girl from Chicago creating spaces for millennials to have wholesome conversations that are real, they're raw, and they're relatable. We laugh a lot, we cuss a little bit, and we promise you're going to learn something about yourself when it's all said and done. Don't be shy. This is a safe space. So, what's the 312? What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the 312 Podcast. I am Ashley Diana, your host. If you just got here, uh, catch up. After you watch this episode episode <laughs> after you watch this episode make sure you go back rewatch the other ones comment like subscribe don't forget to subscribe and if you've been here since day one i love you thank you welcome back i've gotten a lot of questions and requests and so on and so forth so let's go ahead and acknowledge the little elephant in the room um as you guys have seen in the last couple of episodes ryan is not here unfortunately um and quite frankly, I want her to kind of be able to, you know, give her opinion um, on the situation. But just to be very short, um, you just got to realize when certain things aren't for you. Um, and as you guys know, I've been, you know, this is the podcast I've been trying to do for the last couple of years. Um, and I think she kind of was okay with it, me being her best friend. We have the good conversations that we have, and she was cool with it. But the behind the scenes of doing a podcast, you guys, takes a lot. It's a lot of work. Um, and it's essentially a passion project because nobody gets paid to do podcasts right away, right? So you really have to enjoy what you like or enjoy what you like, duh, but enjoy what you're doing um, in order for it to make sense. So again, I would you know, want her to come and you know, give her, give her spill on it. Um, hopefully that will happen at some point, but for now, it'll just be me. And I know you guys love me, so that won't be anything hard to do. And we'll continue to have these wholesome conversations with uh, my other friends, other guests, um, and yeah. And also, I feel like I don't talk to you guys a lot, so I want to start this episode with some wholesome words to give to you guys. I feel like I come on here, I just go right into the conversation, and we don't get to talk too much. So come on, sit down next to me, let's have a little chit-chat. Um, a, a big takeaway for me and something that I've been learning these last couple of weeks is that your dreams are for you to see and nobody else. Um, and that's something that, like I said, it, it, it took a while for me to understand that. And I'm real big on like sharing my ideas and passions with everybody. Um, and there's this quote that I came across that says, if you want to ruin a big dream, show it to somebody with a small mind. And there's 100% truth in that, right? What you want to do, your passion, your dreams, just do it. Like it doesn't matter if people believe in you. It doesn't matter if people think it's you know stupid or not big enough, too little, whatever the case may be, whatever it is that you're contemplating that you want to do, go and do it. Because at the end of the day, you're going to miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. So shoot your shot, boo. I mean, what do you have to lose? <laughs> shoot your shot. Get it done. Chase your dreams. Do what it is that you want to do that's going to fill your cup because you can't you know, pour from an empty cup. We know that. So that is my wholesome word for today. And let's get into this episode. All right, you guys, so today we have an amazing episode and a special guest here that I am super excited to um, present to you guys, to introduce to you guys. I'm sure you already know him, funny as hell. He is a national iHeartRadio personality, stand-up comedian from here in Chicago. You hear him every day on the radio with Kendra G and Kyle, funny as hell. <laughs> Welcome to the 312 Podcast. Zach Boog, everybody. What's happening? Beow, beow, beow. 
happy to be here. Okay, thank good. you, thank you, thank you. That's probably hands down the best response I've gotten to the introduction. That's what's up. The start of this episode. For sure, so for sure. I want to give you your flowers. I've seen you, um, you. on the podcast and you. doing your thing. So I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy you are here. So look, let's go ahead and do our, we do two things in the beginning. Mm-hmm. We take a little introductory shot just because, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, slice I, it up a little bit. Y'all so alcoholics, okay. Not, but <laughs> <laughs> <I> recovered. <laughs> So, cheers. Cheers. We got two different ones. He don't drink light. Can y'all not, not look at my face when I take this. this? Look at his face. <laughs> this, is, this is Remy. <laughs> and that's vodka with no chaser. That was kind of stupid, Ashley. <sighs> so, that's good. good. You good? Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's a good way to start. And so the other thing that we do, I guess three things. So we take our shot, we introduce our drink, right? Today is Sunday. We're going to stick to a mimosa. Okay. As we were talking before, I ain't doing too much drinking all okay. throughout the day. So we're going to be very, you know, light through the beginning. But I put a little span to it. So I just want to show the camera we're fancy today. Cheers. You see the pinky. You see the pinky. Put well, my pink. friends say, when in doubt, pinky's out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is our mimosa. Mm-hmm, it's good. A little bit of a turbo and maybe a little bit of alcohol in the bottom of that. Mm-hmm. Just drink it. <laughs> Thank you. So, and then the third thing we do in the beginning is our what's the 312. So that's my check-in. How are you mentally, physically, emotionally, uh, however you want to do it. So what's the 312? How are you, Zach? Um, emotionally, I'm, I'm midway. I'm about okay. like six to seven, you know, right currently. But overall, I'm blessed. I'm healthy. I feel great. Good. You know, uh, today's a good day. I'm full of energy. The sun is out. And light. Y'all. The sun is out. Is it still out? Oh, um, I'm here. Yeah, no, it is. Okay. The, 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 sun, <laughs> the sun is, sun out. is out. It's a beautiful day. Good. And yeah, I'm happy to be here. So I'm good. How can we get you a little better emotionally? Well, see, that's the thing. Is you need to go down <laughs> to child support and uh, okay, make sure you get them payment. That's how you get me that emotionally. Okay. Okay, understood. So now <laughs> you're doing the right thing, though. Of course. You're doing the right thing. Of course. Yeah, and of course. They, they will fuck you up <laughs> and fuck you over. Unfortunately, Wee. they will. And I hate I hate that, especially when you. And that was gonna be one of my questions you actually answered. So you were a father. Yeah, yeah. We can get we can. I'll re-answer it though. But okay. yeah, we can we can get to that. Yeah. It, yeah. it. I'm sure you are doing what you are supposed to be doing. Absolutely. So. Child support. Cause y'all get it together for my boy because we we don't we don't need That'll this fucking up our mental. No, you we know? fine, we fine. It's just <laughs> okay, money. Cool. So look, I was listening to, of course, I listen to WGCI all mm-hmm. the fucking time, and you guys had my girl on there Ooh. this week, Golden, Golden Brooks. Love her so, <laughs> love her so much. And so for those of you who don't know, that's Maya from Girlfriends. Yes, right? yes. And I don't know if you had you know checked out our last episodes, but one of the first episodes we talked about briefly, uh, Girlfriends. The, uh-huh. Did you watch Girlfriends? I did watch Girlfriends. Did you like it? Like I you did. know it, know it. I wasn't. I was a little young, okay. so it wasn't like in it, in it. But now yeah. it's older, and I go you back and look at episodes. Okay. I, I can connect with it better. So I'm gonna throw this out there. Okay, right? go ahead. <laughs> I'm gonna be a little, you know, we're gonna be a little, little gossipy a little okay. bit. Okay. But me and my friend were debating whether or not girlfriends showed a little bit of toxicness in friendships. Would you uh, agree or disagree? I agree, but I believe, <laughs> I believe it was authentic. Yes, and I, I do agree to that because 
a lot of relationships are have toxicness or have yes. pieces in it. Yes. You know, but what I liked about the show is that they remained friends they through remained it all. Friends. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Remember. Even through difficulties. And that's what shows need to start showing, yeah. especially with black shows. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We need to show each other disagreeing yeah. without killing each other, without it being over and never talking to them again. Yep. Th- that's that's more toxic than a disagreement. A disagreement will happen. Yeah. But the response is what be what's to- important. Is you, what be you toxic. know what? Okay. Yeah. So you took that a little. Okay. You know, I had to take it there. I, like, but I love that. Okay. <laughs> so let me drink. Because we that was something that we had talked about, right? And it's like I kept watching it and I'm like, is this? That's kind of manipulative. Like, wait, that's bogus. You know, thinking of stuff yeah. like that. But like you said, I like that they're like works in progress. And I like that they showed that because, mm-hmm. again, like you said, no friendship is perfect, no relationship is perfect. So. Um, I just want to throw that out there. Yeah, I saw yeah. Her. I'm like, where is she? And she is fine too. She is beautiful. She like 52. And don't look got, just look like 25. the show. <laughs> and that's the thing about uh, sitcoms, especially like um, black actors and yeah. actresses. Yeah, you yeah. know how they did the Best Man? I hate to take it off subject. Yeah, no, but no, you, you remember the Best Man? Yeah. The Best Man was filmed 15 years ago. Yeah. Then they did Best Man Holiday. And it then looked the seven, 18 years. They did a whole. Reboot yeah. with the same characters and they look just the same. And they the look same. just the fucking same. Black yeah. does not cry. I ain't gonna, you can't do that with no all white cast. If you ain't know, black don't cry. You can't do friends 20 years later <laughs> and think they're gonna look like friends. Nah, you ain't gonna know they who that is. They're not gonna look, who they is gonna that? look like associates. Right. <laughs> they ain't friends no more. Acquaintances. Yeah. So, okay, cool. But yeah, so let's go ahead and move into our icebreaker. Um, I always like to do something fun in the beginning to kind of get us. Uh, situated for our episode. So okay. we're all from Chicago. What part of Chicago are you from? I'm from Gary. Okay. I'm from Gary, Indiana. Yep. Oh, so we really want to see how Chicago you are. Oh, I love it. Yeah, so I'm, like, I I, I, really I'm from Gary. He said, I'm from Gary. I yep. ain't even, okay, cool. We still about to do it. <laughs> so I got a series of questions, okay. right? You either going to fill in some blanks. You're going to, damn, I'm supposed to write this down for you. I'm going to have to show you. Oh, I'm not going to know. You, I feel like you've been around Chicago enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's we figure it out. See. Let's, let's see. So today we are going to find out how Chicago-ish is Zach Boog. We'll see. We go see. Okay. All right, first question. <laughs> Your friend opened a pack of now laters or some chips or anything. What's the word you're going to use to say you want some? Let me get some. No, ain't wrong. We call dibs, bro. Dibs. I need dibs. Give me dibs. That's I need old. That. I need in on that. <laughs> dibs, this dibs is a y'all use that? I still use it. Dibs? Do you still use it? Oh, he said cops. Cops. You still wrong? Okay. <laughs> you still cops. wrong? <laughs> okay, I, I'm old for what? Like I, I never was like dibs. I'd be I, like, it's okay. <laughs> Second okay. one. I'm old for one. Uh, open one is cool. I got a couple of them. And I believe in you. You're going to redeem yourself. Okay, I'm coming back strong. Because after this is a shot. Oh, okay. okay. I'm with that. That's fun. <laughs> so, name two things that somebody from Chicago would consider bussing. Oh, that's easy. Because you, I, right, exactly. All right, some bussing would be like um, that party. Okay. Bussing. That's one. Um, and that Harold's was bussing. Some food. Okay, yeah, see, you found yeah. a Chicago. We yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I can do bussing. <laughs> So this is this a real one right here. This is for the real niggas only. Okay. Okay. Uh-oh. You at a party or wherever you at a function, they got mm-hmm. an unopened bottle of some Remy. Mm-hmm. They hand it to you. They ain't open it yet. What's the first thing you going to do? You got to bless the you bottle. You got to bless. Hallelujah. Yeah. yeah you got to. <laughs> you got to bless the bottle. Um, In Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> so how you bless the bottle? What's your... I mean, I, you know, it depends on what the bottle is. You know, if it's a nice bottle, I hit it with the dupe, dude. If it's some bullshit, I'm like, you, you get the back tap. <laughs> 
I back tap cheap okay. bottles. I don't like. Yeah, okay, like, fair mm, enough. Fair want enough. That. It's almost like I don't want that. Yeah, you like. Eh, eh. I guess that's what we do. A good know. bottle, pow, pow. You got it. Yeah. Top, you got it. Mm, mm. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so this, I feel like you media and you, you gotta, you know, know your songs and everything like that. So we are gonna ask this one Chicago question. Okay. And I asked him this and he couldn't get it, so I'm really interested to oh, see if you answer correctly. I'm going to get it wrong, too. <laughs> so what does Katie got bands wear when she pop out? Where? What does she wear? She Every only rock she designer My boy. when she pop out. You sure yeah. you from Gary? Yeah, but I, I, I know, know Katie. I know Katie. You say, I know Katie. Katie got bands, what up? I was trying to get you on my uh, night show um, after the thing happened with you and uh, hey, she got a tour with somebody. I forgot what it was, but I was. I, I hope you see this. I was trying to get you on the show, so oh. just just let me know. I wanted you to be able to speak your side and speak your piece. Oh, I know what it was. It was after Big Jam. She missed her set, and oh, then okay. oh, she damn. was she was talking about it on 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 the internet. I was okay. like, well, come up to the show and let's and let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Get it off your chest. You know what I'm saying? So we gonna still give you our platform. But she she was late. She said she was late. Now that's just the truth. Business, Katie. And you know when you when you doing the arena shows and you doing the United Center. Yeah, you gotta be on time. You have to. It's no going back. It's not like, okay, here's what I think happened, and this is why I wanted her to be able to come on the show. Yeah. So I could say this to her. I'm gonna talk to her as if you were Katie. I'd be like, look, (laughs) hey, Katie. Did you show up late on purpose because you didn't like your position in the Mm. show? That's different. Because I heard you didn't like your position in the show. Like you were kind of an opener and you felt like some of those other artists, you know, you should have, they should have mm. been opening up for you okay. because it was in Chicago. Okay. Which I understand. But These that's, were like non Chicago yeah. folks? Well, it, they were big. So here's the thing this is, this is just, this is just by preference. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you've got big artists that you flew in, like yeah. Glorilla and different yeah. people like that. You know, Glorilla's a new artist. But at the same time, Katie probably like, and her, I'm, th- I'm trying to think from her side, she probably like, well, I got more hits than, mm. than Glorilla do right in Chicago mm-hmm. right now. And this is a Chicago mm-hmm. show. So I can see her probably feeling like she should have been number one on that. But on when you're talking business, we done paid Glorilla more than we paid <laughs> We done paid her Katie. a lot of money, baby. So she got to come. <laughs> come. You know what I'm saying? It's just, just politics of it. But I would love to hear. I thought that she, this is just my thought. I thought she showed up late on purpose to. Um, you think so? To get a later slot like oh oh you missed your slot so we'll put you, we'll here. Put you here it don't work like that yeah. though that's what so, i think but that's i that's don't why, know that's why you that's gotta why come. you got to come and clear you your and clear name your so we can have that conversation i would Absolutely. love that you know what i'm saying and now it's been time i understand she was upset yeah. when it um when it first happened yeah. but now i, I think that. you've probably cooled down now we in shit, that was in december we in yeah i'm like we we months out they we months out come out come we can have this conversation then maybe you come out for summer jam and, and do your can, thing. Like he's, he's trying to hook you up. For real. Come talk to the brother. For real. All right. <laughs> so I got a last one. We gonna, I don't know if these are called acronyms or whatever, but these are Chicago, like, saying, slang, whatever the case may be. Let me hear. <laughs> it's an acronym, so I'll give you nothing but letters. <laughs> okay, give me them. Give it to them. F-I-Y-T-B. And I'm going to let you see it because maybe it's a little easier if you can guess what that means in Chicago. Oh, fuck you talk. Nah. Yeah, I mean. Fuck is you talking about? There you go. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you fuck is you, talking you about? not from Gary, bro. Yeah, Next that's, one, that's what we got? G Y G A O H. You got thirty seconds on the clock. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. See, I, Goofy is in there. Yeah, get your goofy ass out of here. Oh. Okay. 
Okay, so he might be. He yeah, might yeah. be a little I, Chicago. I know a little, I know a little I was something. confident in you. I'd be outside though. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. I'm like, I, I was confident. That's really in you. what it is. Let's I'd be go outside. Ahead, take a drink together. Come on now. I'm gonna say you I did good. That. I only missed one. Yeah. And and the first question was, it was hard. What was the first question? She gave me a hard ass question. Don't nobody say that. I don't think nobody dibs. say dibs. dibs. I ain't never heard nobody say that. Wow. Whose side are you on, bro? My boyfriend in the back like nah, He like, man. hell no. Nah. <laughs> so, you are on the air. WGCI. Yeah. Yes. Um, how long have you been there? I've been I've been with WGCI since November of 2017. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. What were you doing before then? Radio. You in were Nashville. doing radio? So, in Nashville? Yeah. So, my story is I grew up in Gary, right? Mm-hmm. After I went to Gary, I... Um, I went to Tennessee State. That's where I went to college, Tennessee okay. State. Okay, how was that? Oh, HBCU experience. It was bro. amazing. That's one thing I will say that I'm, like, upset that I didn't do. Like, yeah. I went to Carbondale, whatever. Um, and it was lit for that first year. I had to come back home. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, like, mad I didn't, like, go, you Keep know. Going. Yeah. Yeah, TSU was the best. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For one, I, I, I just tell all black people to at least visit a HBCU yeah, before absolutely. you make your absolutely. college decision. Just at least visit. I'm not yeah. saying it's for everybody. But it is for us because, yeah. you know, you don't get a lot of support when you're in college. And you know what I'm saying? Sometimes for you sure. go to these PWIs and they don't give you the support and they don't care, mm-hmm. you know, whether you make it or not. And at yeah. TSU you do because yeah. you got black teachers, you got, you know, everybody's black and everybody's trying to get it. Yeah. And they have an understanding of where you come from. Yeah, you know and then kind of where you are within, like, societal yeah, terms and, and things and like that. And where you are. So. And it's the first time that in your life that you'll ever be the majority. Yeah, that's true. Yep. It's the only that time. Is very true. So within those four or five years that you there, you, you actually are. feel like your voice means something. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what's up. I yeah, so I was you. there. Um, I went to TSU. Then I started interning with radio when I was nineteen. Okay. So I got hired when I was twenty. So I've been with. Uh, I'm thirty four. I've been with um, iHeartRadio for fifteen years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They give me four weeks vacation like I'm a big dog. And I'm a four young. weeks vacation? He said, I'm young. <laughs> yeah, because I've been with the company so long. Yeah, so I started my should. radio career in Nashville. So okay. by the time I got to um, Chicago in 17, I was already polished. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm You're saying? Right. Like I had, I, I got all my growing pains out yeah. in Nashville. Good. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, that's kind of why I sounded so like together and immediately then. because I had already been doing it for a long yeah, time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. And that that actually goes into what we were, you know, going to be talking about which is the art of speaking, right? Yes, yes. Um and you know, you're on the air it requires you to talk a lot. Um and in my opinion, you have to be good at it. You have to be, you know, a person that is able to uphold a conversation and be like interesting, relatable. Yeah. Um so is this something that you've always been good at or did you have to be taught how to, you know, speak or how, you know, because some people can't speak. <laughs> Man, my, the thing that's crazy is I've always had a neck, a neck for speaking. I've never been shy. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So okay. I've never had to go through the shy thing. I might, like, doubt myself, but okay. I've never been shy. Okay. My dad used to have me in oratorical contests in church. Really? And stuff. Like, I'm a preacher's kid. So my dad okay. used to have me in, like, oratorical contests in church, and I used to have to, he would read, he would write me these. My dad would write my speeches, but they, he would write them like a pastor, and it'd be really? like all these big words. <laughs> and the way he made me practice, he would, like, I'd have to stand up and, like, he'd, like, remember it. He would try to make me remember it, but he would let me have the notes behind it. So, okay. like, I could give you, if I saw the beginning of it, I could finish the rest. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And look down, want, just glance. And, and be able to. And to be honest, that helped me in my radio yeah, career. Yeah, that's what's yep. up. Because I feel like it's a, would you say it's a requirement to be able to, you know, 
um, be affluent and be able to effectively listen and speak. You just need to have an opinion on stuff. You need to be okay. able to talk and, and, and be able to get that opinion out where okay. people can understand. Okay. That's the most important thing. Most important thing. than anything. Yep. So if there's somebody that's watching, they're interested in getting into the you know media industry or say they're in it and they want to perfect their um, communication, mm -hmm. what would be like your little gem or a bit of advice that you would give to them? I mean, my gem is just start with what you have. Do stuff like you're doing. You mm. know what I'm saying? You mm -hmm. see how you got your stuff set up and you're ready and you, you're taking the first step in your, you like you're taking the steps in your career. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's what you have to do. That's what people look at. Yep. You know, Absolutely. we don't, nobody's just going to throw you on air. What are you yeah. what are you doing currently with the resources that you have? Yeah. You know what I'm I saying? Agree. I started my career with YouTube videos. Did you? I was one of the first people on YouTube. I'm so mad. That's the Come on, Soulja Boy. I only got one regret. <laughs> For real. Soulja Boy's in one of my videos. I've got For one. Real? I swear. Oh, we gotta look that up, y'all. You can look it up. You can look it up. You can look it up. Jack Boog Blogs, Soulja Boy, uh, what was that? Racks on Racks on Racks remix. Look that up. Really? Yeah. And I was doing a parody being funny. You know what I'm saying? I okay. Did. That's my only regret in life I have is that I stopped doing my YouTube video because I was one of the first people on. I'd be a millionaire by now. Cause look at again. <laughs> Every time I think about. Look I, at those people who were you know heavy hitters you know or not even heavy hitters but started back then and like where they are now. I've probably been YouTube. retired by now. Child making millions of making dollars. Making millions. I've just been sitting back. Cause let's talk. mimosas. Talk about YouTube, y'all. Do you know the most watched video on YouTube to this day? Is what? What would you guess? You probably not even gonna get. I mean, you're a parent. It's so. something stupid though. I think you're I a parent. Saw, I'm a parent. That's the guess. It's a baby. What the fuck? Everybody loves mean? babies. What? It's not a baby, but it's like it deals with children. It's a song. Uh, baby shark. Baby fucking shark, bro. I can see that though. Pink Fong got us Americans in a chokehold because <laughs> mm -hmm. they are running. My son so did about eleven thousand of the bees. Oh my god. Own. <laughs> How old is your son? He's two. He's two. Oh, little man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so speaking about that, right? Um, having conversations and like you spoke about your dad making you have um, or you know putting you in positions to be able to speak. Yeah. Um, and I think that within our black community, sometimes, not sometimes, most times, parents back then <laughs> didn't really allow us the spaces to speak. Yeah. To ask questions, to have conversations. How was that for you at home? Um, I would say, really, my dad was really one of those guys that always let me speak my mind. Good. I, I only got a whooping twice. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but I was punished. So the way he punished me was kind of like he would sit me down and talk. Okay. And, I mean, these would be the longest conversations. I wish I would have just got a whooping. You yeah. know how many times I've just begged for the whooping so it could <laughs> be over. That's how my dad was sometimes. Just whoop, <laughs> just me, whoop me so I can go. Please. <laughs> But you're going to sit here and talk to me for three hours, and I got to sit here and, and I be gotta sit here. That was worse. Yeah. That was yeah. way more to it. I, I would have cried, been done, and been, done and been playing it. the game by yeah. now. You know what I'm saying? But that's one thing he did. And he always used to be like, no, talk. What you got to say? <laughs> and then I would have to, like, respond. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Emotional or whatever. Yeah. I would have to respond. Oh, you know but I mean, that's good, though. Yeah. That is good. Um, that you in the long that. term, I realized how it was good for me, yeah. but while it was happening, I didn't understand it. But like, just whoop me. Let's, let's yeah, talk or he'll more. be like, no, say what you got to say. Let him talk. Like, my mama would get mad. He'd be like, no, say what you got to say. Yeah. And he would let me have a voice. Yeah. Yeah. And me, it was kind of the opposite in a sense. Um, I come from a Caribbean background. My mm. mom's Jamaican. <laughs> Damn, what you got to say? <laughs> I just know, I, from what I heard, you can tell me if I'm right or wrong, yeah. but I heard Jamaicans don't play. Oh, no, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. Um, and she was very... Um, 
very assertive, very aggressive. But what I will say with my mom and with my parents, um, so my mom's Jamaican, my dad's African-American, but um, we had conversations at like dinner time and stuff like that. Like we spoke as a family, mm-hmm. but there was a lot of like, because I said so, mm-hmm. or, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, not even that I wasn't allowed. I, I don't think I really tried too much to have those conversations and to mm-hmm. ask questions because shit, I was scared. You scared in Jamaican <laughs> you know? family. Damn. I was scared. Out. It was, you know, she uh, look at me, give me that look and say yeah. what she said. And that's yeah. kind of what it was. I know that's right. Um, but also we traveled a lot. Yeah. I had a passport. I don't, I don't remember. I don't know, nine, ten, or something Damn. like that. Yeah, because I mean, we had family in Jamaica, so it's like we were always Damn, going. Yeah, yeah, that's lit. I got stamps on my passport, y'all. That's right. <laughs> but we traveled a lot. I was always in some type of sports. Mm-hmm. Um, I did debate club here and there, but I was always put in a position outside of my home where I would have to have conversations mm-hmm. or was you on the spelling meet team? other church. I was not. I cannot spell to save my life. Not gonna lie to you. And they had me that one. My daddy had me on the spelling team. You was on the spelling team. Man, I couldn't what spell. was the hardest word you had to spell? Man, I don't know, but he sure had me at the spelling <laughs> team. I did that sh- one year. You said it, and that was it. I was so mad. <laughs> but yeah, he they they put me in spaces where I was able to. So mm-hmm. even though it wasn't like within my household, I learned kind of how to speak and how to have a be okay with my big personality yeah. outside, especially when it came to sports. Did you play sports? I did. You did. What did you play? Uh, track. You ran track. I ran okay. track, and I was. Um, I did too. Track, cross country, and I was in the band. Mm. Mm-hmm. I played an instrument. What was your instrument? Alto saxophone. Come on now. Come on now. You say. <laughs> yep. So if I need a saxophonist at my next I can play. event, I can play. You good? You yeah, good? I'm actually good? buying a new sax so I can start playing. I want to start incorporating it in my nice. comedy shows. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yep, I can play. Okay. So, yeah, so, you know, those types of things, it allows for you to, because I'm like, you have a really big personality, so I always wanted to ask yeah, that yeah. question, like, were you always like that, or was always. that something that you learned? Always. Um, and I think it is in, inherited. Yeah, yeah. In a bit. It's, I've never, yeah. I've always been like that. Yeah. All right, so, y'all, we're going to take a little shot. All right, we ready? We are ready. We right back at it. We Cheers. We right back at it. Cheers. <sighs> and see, the thing with vodka is that, Throw up. <laughs> that's how I feel about Remy, though. No, that's that's going to be all right. That's going to be all right. Gonna, <laughs> uh, you ain't going to have no hangover. So, okay. This generation. And I hate saying shit like this because I'm not old, y'all. I swear how I'm not old. I'm not telling you, no, I'm just playing. I'll be 30 in October. No, nah, you're a child. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a child. A baby. <laughs> 30 is a baby. Um, but I, I feel like this, our gen- not our generation. You're considered a, a millennial. Still, yeah, right? I'm a millennial. Okay, cool. mm-hmm. I'm so 34. This generation, this society, I feel like we've lost the art of communication, right? Mm-hmm. Or I don't know. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I feel that. So here's the thing: Is it something that we are able to change, or is it like y'all just gonna have to assimilate and adapt? This is just how we communicate now. Well, I don't know if we've lost the art of communication. We've lost the art of communication of old. You know what I'm of saying? Of who? Of old. So of old is what I mean, like the way we used to communicate. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like when I grew up, you know what I'm saying? I liked a, a girl. I would you have to walk up to her, area. talk to her. I'd have to get her number, you know, turn your. You have to write notes. Right, Do you I like to, me? I, yes or no? Yeah, I had to write, <laughs> write on her back. She'd give me a number. Oh, write on her back. And i write on her back. <laughs> and then I had to sit there and go call her house phone. Yeah. Her mama might answer. It was, yep. you was nervous. It was a lot of more communication. I used Absolutely. to go outside and play. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So. I think, but communication hasn't changed. 
people are still communicating with yeah, each other. Absolutely. It just looks different. It does. We're just not doing it in person. Right it now. does. And you I think that, that that takes away from the art of communication because it's like, I mean, in a sense, and playing the devil's advocate, right? For you and I, I am outside of this, what I'm doing here and being a content creator, I, my nine to five is marketing. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm a social media director for a, a seven different brands right now. Oh. I work a lot, y'all, but, um, but it requires me to invest in social media heavily. Mm-hmm. Like I need to know the updates. I need to know trends. Yeah. I need to communicate with people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think that me as a millennial, I'm still in that mindset where I know how to communicate. I can cut the phone off. You know, I have a business phone that shit sits in the front when I am not working. I don't want to look at it. Right. So I feel that um, in a sense, I don't want social media to go away at all. Right. Because this is money for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But then it's like, I feel like there needs to be some type of moderation with it. I, mean, I just, I mean, I just. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like that's up to the person to do. You know what I'm yes, saying? You have to true. be able to put the phone down. The phone is just a tool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, for let me give it a different example. Money, mm-hmm. right? Let's say you got a ton of money or you've got, all ac- you've got access to billions and billions of dollars, right? You might not spend the same way. And, so, and you start spending, people will be like, man, you're spending too much. Mm-hmm. You're doing too much. You do, 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 do. But it's all relative. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like social media use, usage. Yeah. You know, some people really, you know, live their life on there. That's on them, you know? Some people, like, when I go to concerts, I hate to, to pull out my phone and take videos. Really? Because first of all, you're never gonna go back and look at them. And <laughs> the second thing is you might as well just enjoy, I wanna enjoy yeah. the moment without doing this. I yeah. wanna just have fun. That's true. But that's a, you should have the choice. Yeah, you that's know what true. I'm saying? I have the choice, I have, I have the power to, to put, put but guess what? I don't want to leave my phone in the car because when it's bored, I want to scroll on yeah. Instagram and see what's going on. <laughs> That's you true. Having saying? the having the yeah. option and having it. There. People just need more discipline. They need more discipline. Yep. Absolutely. And I think that, quite honestly, I feel like it starts with everything. It starts at home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Us as parents, like I, you know, even with you got kids. I do. Okay. I have a four year old. My boyfriend has an 11 year old, so my bonus baby. Um, we all live together, so we have him on a timer with his kids. phone. Mm-hmm. And even with my daughter, like certain days, it depends on what we're doing. I'm like, we're not doing the iPad, we're not doing the tablet, we're not doing phone, we're doing crafts today. You know, yep. you have to be able to still allow kids to be kids. Um, and even thinking about like when we were kids on a Saturday, we're getting up, having breakfast, Saturday cartoons, and we outside from, you know, 10 o'clock to whenever we're. I never to went come back, back in. And, I never wanted to go back in the house. I'm trying to figure out what I was eating. I was eating, yeah. <laughs> And Chips was, from the gas station. Well, uh, <laughs> with uh, Flame House. That's <laughs> it. We did not go back Star inside. Crunch. I was eating Star Crunch and Honey Buns. I used to be outside <laughs> in the summer all, all day. day. Kids don't, they be so late. Like, we'll bring his son outside sometimes. And he gets tired from walking. Like, my feet hurt. I'm like, bro, no way. <laughs> we used to walk. Right. And I grew up, um, it's a... a cul-de-sac or I don't even know what yeah, you call it. Um, where it's like a circle. Yeah, and Jeffrey mm-hmm. Manor. So like we just went in circles and mazes. But we walked from this cul-de-sac to, ni- you know, 95th um, and Jeffrey, mm-hmm. where that McDonald's is. Mm-hmm. My cul-de-sac is here, about. 95th and Jeffrey is there. We walked back and forth all way. day, every day. We walked. Like we got exercise. We were outside. Yeah. And I want that for, you know, for our kids as well. Because that I think that that builds skills. Like you're able to. But at the same time, you can't make. I don't think you should try to make your life look like your child's life. True. 
you know what I'm saying? True. Their life different. They got they true. got the phone. They got this the iPad. True. They got they're, they're gonna look. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to force your old school mm-hmm. way you grew them. up on them, and then they end up behind true. because they you not on this. Everybody else is on this. You right. And then the next thing is on like they're they're following the trends of what's going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they have to find their way within what's going on, yeah. just like we this do. This is true. You know, you my mama used right. to play jacks. I never played jacks. Come on. I don't know what the hell <laughs> jacks is. is. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I used to play jacks. Was like, what okay, the, what is that? that. <laughs> but you are right. So in a sense, you do want. So again, it, it comes back to the um, the idea of moderation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you I think the way you get your consume. children into stuff is putting them in like team sports yep, and different absolutely. things where they Agreed. have to put their phone down. And Agreed. like, they got to play sports. They got to do that. And they, yeah. they have to interact with, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. You're absolutely or like, right. It'd be family members' birthdays. You'd be like, hey, call your auntie and tell them wish her a happy birthday. <laughs> and I, that's like, you, that's like you pulling You make them tea. do it. But you, the <laughs> reason you make tea. them do it is because I want my son to pick up the phone and call, do, 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 yeah. and call somebody and not just text. Text it, yeah. Happy birthday. Yep. You see what and I'm saying? And even FaceTime. You know, that's cool, too. That's just a new way. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start making you. As soon as he's old enough to start, like, oh, he is in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> He Is that it. that's your only uh, child? That's the only one. It's the only one I plan on having. You say that's it. That's you don't want it. no more kids? No. no. <laughs> Done. I'm gonna have one son, and, and I'm gonna put all my energy into making him great. Oh, good. And then after that, that's my legacy. And if he fuck <laughs> it up, hey, well, it is what it is. <laughs> I tried, nigga. You try. and that's I tried shit. That what is else all can you can I do? do as a parent. That's all you can do is your best. Yeah, that's it. And it's like I told you. I taught you, I showed you. I showed you. you. Now, if you decide to mess it up, hey, that's on you. You ain't got to work. I got you. Yeah. You got money set up. You've got this. I've been, when he was born, I opened up his accounts and different things. He's going to be great. Yeah. And I just wanted to be able to focus on one. Like, maybe if I can make one black man great. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what I, that's my goal. That's good. But, shoot. After that, you know. That's on you, brother. (laughs) (laughs) So, do you want your, and this is off subject a little bit but but the fact that you said that and you have him set up and you um you know he's good do you think that that's gonna spoil him absolutely and you you cool you just you want no but see (laughs) once he's old i'm waiting on him to get old okay where he can pick up the phone call me he's two now so he's still just baby mode but i'm waiting for him to get able to be able to talk to me call me every day and and us to once we're able to do that, we're going to be in a different, yeah. I'm going to have him in a different mode. I'm going to have him reading certain, yeah, I'm going to have him spoiled, but the others, to get to the spoiled. You got you going to have to do some Man, work. what? The fact that he's reading this, I'm going to read. have him reading the biography of Malcolm X by the time he's 10. Come by on. By the time he can read, he's going to be reading that. And I'm not going to play with him. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's like they're and we'll go And we'll go through it together. It's yeah. certain books that I know that if I would have got when I was, 10, 11 years old that I've read now. Yeah. Man, I'd be so much further in life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I would have read What? More, Just read, period. <laughs> yeah, I'm learning that. Like, I'm too. on his ass. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, he's going to hate me probably until about <laughs> 18. And you know what I'm saying? Okay. And I'm okay with that's that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But he's going to take those skills and he'll look yeah. back and be able to be like, yeah. you know what? I'm glad my dad did that. Absolutely. So, we're talking about, you know, communication and Having these conversations, and I think in the field that we are both in, it requires you to be good at another type of skill, which I absolutely do not like. What's that? Small talk. Having to have conversations that are, like, professional, whether you're sitting around at an event. This is a great question. You're good. I hate small talk, bro. But you, like, 
because it is it's unimportant most times. And I don't think most people know what how your zodiac to have. sign. Guess it. I don't know, but I just want to know. What's I'm a Libra. Like? Okay, do Libras not like? Okay, go ahead. Finish your question. <laughs> we we like to we like to talk. That's the thing. I love to talk, but when it comes to small talk, I think that people just you try to be fake real. We have conversations that are just you take it too far. Like, bro, I'm in the line waiting to get my food. I don't need you to ask me about politics and religion right now. Like, that's just not the type of small okay. talk. So, are, would you say you're good at small talk? Like, I'm a master at small yeah. talk. Yeah. What makes you a master? I love small talk. See, most people don't like small That's, talk. And I don't. I don't. But small talk is like, because it's like, it's being able to communicate with somebody pressure-free. We're going to talk about, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about shit that doesn't, that we can't change. Okay, I get what But we can still build a rapport and a relationship. You know, like I can, I can feel the energy of somebody off small talk. Okay. Small talk is like prerequisite. Like, small talk mm. is like dating before you get married. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't, like, I don't want to just know everything. You know what I'm saying? I don't need to know your. I, please don't tell me your deepest, darkest secrets. And some people but do. But if that. you tell me, <laughs> if we sit here talking about a route to work and it's interesting, that's okay. I like that person. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, I can I can work with that. Yeah. Small talk is a. It's necessary, especially in our industry. Yes. That's why I said it's Because what that you have, have to, do, to do, what you need to master is being able to talk to people where they feel like they know a lot about you, but, but they, they, don't. Don't them, they don't know yeah. nothing. <laughs> That's, that's the true. key. I guess I do a lot of small talk on social media, though, like on my stories yeah. and shit like that. That's a very good. And that's and that's and that's okay. That's a that's a form of relationship. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everything. Everybody isn't shouldn't be privy to your deepest, darkest. Everything. You know everything. That should yeah. only be a very small circle, right? Yeah. And then outside of that, they get small talk. They get just regular. Yeah. You know, we could talk about LeBron and the, you know all stuff that doesn't matter to my real life. Yeah. But why would I be talking about my real life to everybody? <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, true. that's just too much yeah, pressure. And, yeah. like, no, I don't want to do that. Some people get too real. Or it's like, and I think more so, and I guess because I've ran into a lot of conversations, especially like in corporate America when I was doing oh, it. God. You know, those <laughs> conversations and small talks about goddamn just how's the weather outside motherfucker i'm in here with you i don't know <laughs> like, I love I, it. I, you like that question i love it <laughs> i'd be in the elevator i was on i was on my live and they was like zach you funny because i was on live and somebody was like hey it's supposed to snow sunday i said you gotta well, be god damn it I said, it's really <laughs> snowing sunday I said, how, how much? Oh, goddamn. I said, how, how much? They said, about three inches. I said, I can't believe it. I said, you know what? I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I ain't shoveled all Sunday. Right. <laughs> That's why. So I enjoy that conversation. Yeah. Then we get off the elevator, go our separate ways. Yeah. I don't know his name, blah, blah, blah. But we, we in, I'd rather that than us be sit there quiet. I mean, that's on the true. elevator. That that's awkward that to me. Awkward. Like we let's talk about something. Yeah, like that's it's awkward. something right. that we can relate on. You're right. You're right. He don't need to. I don't need to know what's going on in his life. Yeah. He don't need to know what's going on in mine. We can so that's why we. Color of this elevator. That's why we need to talk. Small talk <laughs> is necessary. Yeah. Okay. You make a good point. Okay. I might. I might. I might have a different yeah. disposition <laughs> next time I'm presented with uh, some small talk. So, what was like your most awkward conversation? Oh man, I've had plenty of awkward <laughs> conversations. Ooh, that's tough. That's what I'm like, what's up? My parents recently got a divorce, okay. and I think my most awkward conversation was talking to both of them about it. Mm. Now, mind you, these motherfuckers decided to get divorced in their seventies. <laughs> it's 
like, come on. And I hope y'all. they know that their son is a comedian and we finna. That's going you got on jokes stage. For days. What? <laughs> the fact that y'all about to die and said, hey, I just can't do this no more. Yeah. That's crazy. You said that's, that's crazy. Y'all came up each other on the end. This is it. This is the end. This is this how much you gotta really hate somebody. You know what? I'm done. I'm I'd done. rather. I'd rather At die seventy-five, long. I'm done. <laughs> wow. So this was like fun. within the last couple of years. Yeah, man. Damn. No, this was like this was this year. It oh, just happened this year. okay. Just okay. happened this year. You know what I'm saying? I love uh, this. Um, <laughs> so I just be. But anybody in my life know that I'm gonna tell you the truth. That's yeah. one thing about me. I'm gonna always tell you yeah. how I really feel. Yeah. And um, like I said, I love them both to death. You know what I'm saying? They, they know that. Absolutely. But, you know, they know I'm going to talk mine. Always. Always. So what was that awkward I guess the awkward conversation was when they told me. And I was like, what? Are you really? Why? Like, like this don't make What's sense What's going now? on? <laughs> Can you? Okay. This All is, right. This is it. Whatever makes you happy, mama. This is it. You know, but you just kind of talk. Yeah. Talk to it. But it was kind of like an awkward conversation. Yeah. Um, when my dad found out I smoked weed, that was awkward. <laughs> you say he's a pastor, right? And he a pastor, but he smoked weed, so. Ah! <laughs> Sorry. So he's trying to get closer to God. Absolutely. And I was 18 at this point. I remember when my mama found out I smoked, or she but got was, a little inkling, and she was just like. <laughs> it was the coolest shit in the world. So <laughs> I came home from college one day. I was out with my friends the night before we smoked in the car. Car was behind my mama's car. My mama was getting ready to go to work. Oh, my so dad came in and said, "Hey, Zach, I don't want to I don't want to wake you up. I know you're tired. Get some rest. I'm gonna move your car. Your Ooh. mama gotta go to work." I said, "Here, here's the key." He gets in the car. He smelled the weed. He comes in. Z, that's how my daddy talks. Z man, you ain't tell me you, you, you smoke. <laughs> and I don't lie to my father. I said, "Yes, sir." He was like, "Well, why you ain't say nothing?" He pulled a whole sweater. <laughs> Can't make this. And up. it's like at that point, you're he like, "Is this a, a trap?" Pulled a whole sack out. <laughs> And rolled up, got in the chair next to me, rolled up and was like, now nah, you can't be smoking when, don't smoke in the car, don't smoke when you drive, you need to smoke when you. He started okay. giving me like just rules and just a protocol of how to Shit do that it. that you should know. That I should know. And that's okay. the way I move now. I don't carry it with me. I won't smell like it. Yeah. I don't, it's certain things that yeah. I won't do. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because of that conversation. Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. it was response. Like he taught me how to do it responsibly. Yeah. And that's what, you know what I, that's the type of parent that I yeah. desire to be. Cause I think in the, and like we had the conversation earlier, there's a lot of, because I said, so I'm the adult, you're the kid, you gotta yeah. listen. But I'm learning as a parent that like, you gotta have these conversations. Absolutely. And the conversations that I didn't have with my parents and I went outside and learned some shit. Mm. But luckily I had an older sister too. So she taught me a lot. That's good. You know, yeah. her and her friends. And I had big brothers that were her, you know, close to her that mm -hmm. were like my honorary big brothers and stuff like that. So um, I'm lucky to have that. My aunts were seven, eight years older than me. So we mm -hmm. were close and yeah. stuff like that. But being a parent i'm yeah, like i want to yeah mm -hmm. then my sister girls we were just we were just together last night um one of my aunts uh was unfortunately killed uh back in 2019 so we had her memorial yesterday and we just asked him kiki in the back laughing cracking jokes we rolling up in front of grandma <laughs> Yeah, my, 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 I love man. I love my family. Grandma gotta know. <laughs> my, I smoke. My grandma been been through some shit with her kids, and she's just like, I'm just living life at this point. So, yep. you know, I'm gonna be that for my for my kids, and I'm like, I want them to 
there has to be a line, you know, yes. of respect and authority. But also, I want you to feel comfortable enough to come to me and have conversations with me because mm -hmm. I didn't have that. Um, and me and my mom are best friends now. Don't get me wrong. That's my travel buddy. We turn up, you know, in mm -hmm. our older age. But, like, growing up, there were certain things that, you know, I think we could have did a little bit better. Well, she got to show you the responsibility exactly. first. Exactly. Like, before I can smoke a blunt with you, I got to make sure yeah. that you can handle that. Yeah. You True. know what I'm saying? True. So, you probably weren't at the age where she could introduce you to those things yeah. first. Had to give you the foundation. Mm -hmm. And then later, we'll be we Yeah, can we could be friends. Things, yeah, we, we besties now. That's my girl. I like you, mama. Yeah. <laughs> But let's take a quick little uh, uh, intermission. Okay. We're talking some serious stuff. Let's get into some drinking. Let's get into more um, drinking. Since we're talking about moms, uh, it's this game called Things That Black Mamas Say. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, Mama, I love I'm you. I'm going to pull it up. <laughs> and I feel like I was going to do it like if you didn't guess it right, take a drink. But I feel like the conversation that we had. You're going to get all of these. So we're just going to take a shot right. just because. Just because. Okay, at the end. Okay. So it's a fill in the blank, okay? And I'm going to say this in my best black mama voice because I am a black mother. <clears throat> I'm not one of your blank blank. I'm not one of what? I'm not one of your blank Little friends. Blank. I ain't one of your little friends. Ain't no baby. way I'm one of your I'm little friends. I'm not one of your. Mm -mm. <laughs> Number two, y'all. Do I look like blank the food? Boo boo. <laughs> I love this game, yeah. <laughs> like boo boo the fool. A blank blank makes a soft behind. Mm -hmm. A hard ass. Yeah, hard head. A hard head. My ooh, bad. A hard ooh, head makes okay. a soft behind. I, I messed that one up a little bit. It's okay. It's the liquor. You got the idea. Yeah, it's yeah, the liquor. Yeah, yeah. I knew what the, what that would be. A hard head. So we driving. We uh -huh. passed a couple restaurants. You asked for some. Your mama said you got blank money. McDonald's money. You got McDonald's? No, mama, I don't have. No, McDonald's I don't have money. McDonald's money. You do. I got That's burgers. I'm we gonna eat it. I got food at home. I made that spaghetti <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> I got an appetite, and I'm hungry. Mama, I don't want. I don't like leftovers. <laughs> um, uh, let's see what's another one. Ooh, this is a good one. These for the old school mamas, for real. Come for on real. now. Don't let your mouth cash a check. Your ass can't cash. Can't cash. Come on now. <laughs> you didn't even have to finish that one. I didn't. I knew I just mm -mm. had to start it. Um. Ooh, this one. You piss your mama off. She say, I brought you in this world. And I'll take you out. I'll take you out. Ooh -wee. So let's talk about that. Talk about that. <laughs> mama, you going to go to jail if you take me out this she world. She don't give a damn. She don't give a shit. You done pissed her you off You believe so much. her. Like, and you do. Even you do. though you know your mama wouldn't kill you. You when don't she know. she says that, <laughs> you really think she might. Like, she said that kind of confidently. I think she might. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> you know what? Let me just go ahead and get in these. Let me just, watch these dishes cook. Let me just go sit down somewhere, yeah, right? Stop talking. Oh, yeah. this is the last one, y'all, and then we go take a celebratory shot. Okay. And get back to it. I hope you know that school work. Like you know them. Them songs? Them songs. Oh, wait. <laughs> I hope you know that school work. You had work. to stop. You can't even sing songs in front you, of your mama no more. What? Because she going to be like, mm, you know all that, but you didn't know that math. But you ain't know this test. <laughs> and even... Like with his son, certain Shh. stuff, and I hit him on the phone. I'm just like, man, let's. My mama and dad, I get it now. <laughs> they were good with my grades. Like, yeah. if I got my rule in my house was I couldn't bring home a C. Mm -hmm. If I brought home a C, that was like an F in my parents' like eyes. I don't know why. 
So if I came home with A's and yeah, B's, they was cool. C's was bad. One I C, why. I would get away with that. But if I had two C's on my report card, oh, you oh, clowning? My God. You clowning? Oh, you think it's a get? Oh, C's don't so get you degrees, just playing. Baby. So you so just you in there playing. <laughs> So I, a C is average, so that's what you want to be. Yeah, <laughs> so you want to be average. Let me show you what average is. <laughs> and they start telling you, oh, this is what's average. And this is, man, what? Man. I'm a, C's get degrees, don't. I'm like, my, I just got a C. That's I, just a C. She what was, a C was, what was like a uh, struggle subject for you? Um, For me, art. I don't art? have that side of the brain. No, like drawing art. side. So I'm creative. Okay. Like, I can think of a million things. I'm creative. I can come up with ideas. But like, if I had to draw something, mm. for some reason, it, it doesn't. It ain't in there. I don't have it at all. And I got to see it art. And my, my dad was like, why you got to see it? I said, hey, I really can't do That was the only thing he was leaning on me on. Oh, so you was good at the other subjects. Yeah, I was good in math. I could I could do everything. I was math smart in school. Math fucked me up, y'all. I graduated with 3.5. Come on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, number, math messed me up. And I, I was feel like, like number something. eight in my class in high school. You were who? Like number eight in my class. Oh, yeah. I was smart. Come on there. Yeah, yeah I don't feel like art should be like a, a subject that I, you get graded on. It should just be like a dude. I can't participation. do it. Like I <laughs> something I don't have it. Yeah, I just can't see it. I don't know how to put it together. You said that ain't it. I, I really don't have that yeah. skill at all. Neither. Mm -mm. It never was a serious subject. It was an elective. You'll for think me. a child drew. If I drew something, you'll think a, a third grader did it. <laughs> Oh Lord! I don't know how many shots we do. I don't I'm know how many shots shot. we've done. Uh, Welcome to the three one two. This three one two. <laughs> I need a nap. <laughs> oh, that was good. <laughs> it's the <laughs> it's the deepness in era. Oh, that was good. <laughs> was it? That shot put a little hair on my chest. And that was great. That was delicious. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> let's finish the podcast. How are you? Yeah, this ain't Zach no more. What's no, that? This, <laughs> That's Jerome. Jerome, Jerome in the house. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, we have these conversations or have been having this conversation around communication, be able, being able to um, ask questions and ask them. I think the important key there is to be able to ask questions without fear. Mm -hmm. Because I think that most people um, in whatever setting you're in, you don't want to ask what they quote unquote call dumb questions, right? Mm -hmm. Like I don't want to ask anything that sounds too stupid, but I think that it's in extremely important in those instances, in those rooms to ask any question that you have um, and to feel confident and comfortable and kind of assert yourself in a way yeah. to be able to ask conversations, right? Um, so the question that I always like to ask when it comes to assertiveness, um, we always hear this, saying or this notion that you know the angry black woman or strong mm. black women and although it, it requires you to be assertive as a leader i think when it comes to women that's kind of hard mm -hmm. would you agree absolutely so do you think that there is a a room or an environment where a woman could effectively be assertive in a strong not even just black just women in general just strong um, I, women yeah, I, I enjoy uh, taking direction from women. Do you? Yeah, yeah. When okay. I like my team is all women. Is you know it? What I'm saying I feel like women get the job done. Hello. Say I'm um, sorry. Um, which camera does he need to look into? That's just how, <laughs> that's just how I feel. Like c completely, I feel like yeah. especially black women, they they gonna get the job done yeah. no matter what. So yeah. I'm not I'm not afraid of an uh, like assertive women is like I don't know when that became a thing that was like a, right. 
a, a turn off. I think it became a thing when it was a turn off when men started acting weak. Hello. You know what I'm saying? So they couldn't ha- handle it, and they didn't. They didn't like it. Now I'm not talking about abusive or like right. That's crazy. That's, a that's not. That's not what I'm talking yeah, about. Exactly. Toxic women. That's right. that's not what I'm referring to. I'm referring to women just really getting the job done. Man, you got to think about yeah. it. These man <laughs> managers, like um, the people that you want planning your day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? These the people that you want working on your projects. Yeah. You want it to be women, cause they gonna make sure it's done. Yeah. And if it ain't, they gonna communicate. Hello. What's wrong exactly? You know Always. what I'm saying? Men tend to kind of like, what I've noticed with men sometimes, you know, men tend to be in competition with you a bit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And they want to be the big dog or like, you know what I'm saying? It's Not just being certain able like, to. yeah, they'll just or they'll start feeling themselves and then yeah. be like, oh, I can't really. Yeah. And uh, women don't have that. You know, we dealing with women, you can just. This we can talk about is. this. This is what it yeah. is. Are we gonna do this, 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 and this? And they be like, "Yeah, this is. I got this." And you be like, "Thank God." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> already three, four steps yeah. ahead of you. And I, I'm used to assertive, strong women. Like my mom was a nurse. You know my what mom, I'm saying? My mom's a nurse. For real, she's the ER director nurse. now. Yeah, registered yeah. nurse, and yeah. she did that for my over 30, 40 years. <laughs> um, she's you know my mom's retired now. Um, my sister um, is in pharmaceutical sales. Super dope mom. How many siblings do you have? I got two. I got a sister and a brother. Okay, older, younger? Older, much older. You're I grew baby. up I grew up only child. Yeah. So my sister's kind of like my mom. She's in her 50s. Okay. But she's a boss. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just a just a true boss. The way she raised her children, the way she works, the way she yeah. So it's like when I see a black woman like I put, I ain't going to lie to you y'all. I'm sorry, but I put a lot of pressure on y'all like Yeah. And what I ex- just the way that what I expect. Okay. You know, my for you expectations. To, you you got to come yeah. with it. I expect for you to work. Yeah. I expect for you to keep your appearance up, mm-hmm. work. I expect for you to be able to take care of a house and still be able to help me. Yeah. And that's a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, yes, it is. You know. <laughs> but <a> <laughs> with that expectation also comes all the praise, yeah. all the glory, all the, like, you know, like, I'm going to make sure that you mm-hmm. feel supported within that. And you know that's what I'm beautiful. Saying? That within is a beautiful that, thing. Because... I mean, you can't come on, man. You can't put all that on no man. Niggas be. <laughs> you know how niggas nigg. <laughs> so you know how niggas nigg. They just be doing. Like, oh, God, this God is, damn. Here we go. You know what I'm saying? But usually, if you see successful men, they usually either have a woman staff, women mm-hmm. around them, or they got a wife. Yeah. I guarantee it. Always. Successful men. Either Always. They, even like people talk about like, well, Diddy successful. He ain't got no wife. Man, Diddy got nothing but women working. I'm about around to say him. he ain't got. Are you a crazy? Wife, but he has multiple women. He ain't got a man doing nothing for him. <laughs> the so music, what, like, where all is women. That? Like, and I always hear these conversations coming from men, but it's like, and this could just be shit that's like on social media. What you know, the agenda that they're pushing forward. It just does not seem like men want women who are independent. That's not are, true. And that's not true. But Dudes that's all want that you that. see. Dudes, am I lying? Dudes oh, no, my want man that. wants that. We good. Yeah, we got an independent like, woman right real here. Men, <laughs> real, real men want independent exactly. women. Exactly. And I, I hate the term agree. independent woman. I, I, I just don't like that term because yeah. it makes it feel like I, mean, cause I don't not independent. need a man. You're not independent, right? Yeah, but. I still need you. If you want your vision to really go to the highest level, which most, most guys have a vision. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like alpha males, we have a vision. And we know what we want, mm-hmm. right? But a lot of times we don't know exactly all the way to get there. Mm-hmm. That's where women come in. They be like, "Hey, they know how to yeah. get there." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They can help 
with your vision. Exactly. I you can point you saying? in the right direction. I and can put you on the stuff that you didn't even know you needed. You know, and the thing about women, I call them a, I, I, no offense, but I call them a broke ATM. A broke ATM? Because if you put in $5, they're going to put out 20 ah! Whatever you <laughs> invest in a woman, she'll, like she'll put back. To, and it's just in y'all nature. Y'all can't help it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just in the way that y'all are. We're nurturing. And so, you know, why would you not, as a black man, why wouldn't you That's what I say. take advantage of that? That's what I say. But there's so much, and especially, I feel like there's just a lot of war on genders right now, you know, online. But don't, I, what I mean is that them niggas weak, though. <laughs> and that's The ones I, that you see in I the am comments. Glad that he am is I telling here the truth? This. I am glad the niggas that in the comments who saying that they ain't got they say with yeah. their mama they ain't got no yeah. money they weak they ain't got no ambition and yeah. drive. If you got ambition and drive, you know what you need. You, you be know like, what you need. need. You need that. I'm like, man, I want to like for me. I want to throw some events this summer that are different. Guess mm-hmm. what I'm gonna do? I've got a group of women that I know. I'm gonna take them to dinner. They don't even know. I'm finna. I'm finna take. Add them me to in your uh, cause you I'm know gonna, my background I'm is gonna, event management. I'm gonna pay, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> sit back and I'm just gonna wait. And let it, let I'm it gonna let them talk, and I'm gonna ask them like, "What do you think the city's missing? What do you want?" Yeah. Because I want to hear their thoughts. And guess what? I'm gonna implement what they say because yeah. I know that they run everything and they know what's going on. I'm not gonna ask a bunch of niggas nothing. Yeah. You, you know say, I'm, I'm not gonna saying? get what I need out of. I'm that. not gonna get out what I need out of that. Because I feel like there's a lot of like egotism and like you know, it's it's not much room. And I won't say that for everybody, right? There's. There's always exceptions. There's always stuff that is subjective. But for the for the majority, I do feel like in situations like those where you yeah. have to put a man at a certain level to lead, um, they're not always open to having, you know, a little bit more with them or having assistance. Real or leaders. Having someone to lead. Real leaders. Will understand about Will understand. It. And real leaders will take criticism. Real leaders will take leadership from other leaders. Like being a real leader, know, it's knowing that, you don't know everything. You don't know And nothing. you are not afraid to ask questions. You just, being a leader is really, you have a vision and you got balls enough to go out there and tell everybody your vision. And help me. Help me. If y'all can help me, That's I'm what being a it. real leader is about. Exactly. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Martin Luther King was a real leader, right? I agree. But he knew, he was like, I can't do this. Sh-. Like, I could go out here and say it. I can say it. Mm-hmm. I can be the front of it. And I can convey the message. Yeah. But it don't work without y'all. Yeah. You're absolutely right. You know You're what I'm saying? You're right. You are absolutely right. Shout out to Coretta Scott. Come on. And and I heard everybody be like Martin Luther King had hoes, but. That's I'm, another I'm, conversation. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> and he definitely did. But. After you walked <laughs> miles and miles. He said, well, God damn God it. Damn, to Alabama over the I bridge. Need, I need a couple and of church you. <laughs> I think the man deserved a goddamn hoe every now and then. I just saying. You ain't I shit. put my life on the line for the work, betterment of the world. I can't have a one hoe. So let's talk about Jesus that. Christ. Let's, let's talk about that. Because there are some men out there that believe, like, if I am leading, I give you everything that you need and want. If there is a time or two where I just want to step out and do what I want to do, you should let, let me. That's bullshit. Let them. Hell, why? Let's talk about it. Why? I'm not saying it's right. <laughs> okay, here we go. Start there. <laughs> I'm not saying it's right. But all I'm saying is if you have, <laughs> if you have, ladies, am I in the camera? Is this camera on me? What R. Kelly say? Is this camera is this on camera me? On me? <laughs> that's, that's your camera over Listen, there. man. Um, here's the thing. <laughs> oh, Lord. You got you a strong man that's doing a lot of things out here. And you know what I'm saying? It's not enough men in the world to match with every woman where everybody can have their own. 
and you can look up you can just look up how many just look up how many men are in the world how many women it's probably it's about it's, it's about three million more women than it is men in the entire world Okay. So then you add things like incarceration, different things mm-hmm. like you know all types of things. And sounds we, good, but sounds still and, bullshit. And who? What's what's the most <laughs> desired man in the world? What I'm do you ask mean? you? What's the most desired man in the world? Like on what? Like what he has? What? Like, no. What's the, who's the most? What race of man is the most desired? I would say black men. Okay. So now, <laughs> okay. And what's what's the most? And what man is most incarcerated? What Black race? Men. Okay. So now you've got incarceration, all things types of going on, and the most desired is like me. Mm-hmm. So if you're dealing with a man who has made it through, beat the odds, okay, has made it to a certain level, you know what I'm saying, and er- and you expect him to never, he ain't, now he's a good man to you, takes care of everything. Sounds good. You know, and he's never, ever, one time, Martin Luther King couldn't get one no. slip. Why, why do you need that? I'm not saying that he needed it. He, what do you mean, why did he need it? Why he he just led it? the nation. Okay, and that's... He just, wa- you just got marched. Me. He just marched. You got me. But what if you wasn't there? Why would I not be there? Because you got the kids. Coretta, Coretta couldn't come to every we march. We find a babysitter. I get what you're saying. <laughs> I, I, I get what you're saying. I guess what I'm saying is if the, if the most desired thing in the world couldn't have one I, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's right to cheat and mislead your family and leave I'm not being yeah. I'm not gonna be an advocate for that I think that's whack but damn <laughs> so a nigga can't have a day he can't no one pass no why okay that's true. how about this can I have a pass well see here's the thing. <laughs> See, exactly. Here's the thing. If here's, I can't have a pass, you can have a pass. Here's the truth. And if I am this strong woman. Here's the truth. Here's, right? You are that strong woman. I am this strong woman. But I am women, leading our household. I love this episode. You feel me? I'm leading our household. I got else. you. Let and now you I'm, a, I'm a businesswoman, Let me right? tell you something. Women have, but women control access to sex. Here we go. Am I right? <laughs> this is true. Okay. So a woman control access to it. It's not the same as a man. A man doesn't control access to sex. We only can have sex if allowed. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. So being that you have the all the power and all the chips, it's not the same when both of us, if we were to step out, it's not the same thing. Because you I mean, literally have all the access. You can do it anytime you want. You could literally, a woman could fly to a city where she knows no one and be like, hey, man, you want to have sex? He going to be like, he going to think it's a setup. He going to be like, <laughs> well, I guess. Yeah, I get, you know I mean, what I'm saying. I get it you see what I'm saying? A man can't just walk out, run out to be like to a random woman and be like, "Hey, you want to have sex?" She's gonna be like, "No, what the hell?" Is I wrong mean, with you? it depends on where yet. You might run into a random woman and be like, that, hey, you "Guess have what sex? that was? That was like, a, right, that cool. was luck, and that was <laughs> and a blessing." Just I'm just saying that wasn't the norm. <laughs> a woman could have sex with a different guy every day of her life if she chose. If she chose, to. a man can't without mm. without prior work. You understand? Know woman could just because she she controls the access to it. Yeah. So it's, it's so it's a different it's a different thing that we're asking for. But I'm not here to promote. You I know you're not. I know or we're anything just, like just that. The, I'm just talking this is shit. This conversation. I'm just talking shit. Nobody be mad. Because are you in a relationship? Uh. Whew. Oh. Lord. Let's let's just table that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he is not promoting any of this. We're let's just table having a conversation that. if we're being, you know, Yeah, but I've, I've definitely been in serious relationships, been married, different things like that. You've been married? Yes. How long were you married? Two years. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
So I definitely understand relationships on a, okay. a lot of different levels. Was it your choice to end the marriage? Um, I think it was mutual. Okay. Um, you know, still going through some legal things, but okay. the marriage is over. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, whew, this is a lot. I've never said this on a podcast. Don't feel pressured. I won't. I won't feel pressured. <laughs> if there's anything that you come back and be like, "Hey, y'all, cut that shit out." <laughs> no, I, I was. <laughs> it was a mutual okay. decision. Um, but at the same time, you don't go into marriage thinking like, "Oh, I want to be single." Yeah, of course. You know not. what I'm saying? Of I don't think not. I don't think either of us of walked not. into it trying to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I just think different things happened and it just. Yeah, you know, like snowball effect, it, it spirals. Yeah. You you learn a lot, and, but you and learn a lot. Here. And the good thing about us, stuff both though, is we're both still young, both mm-hmm. still got life ahead of us, and we both want to uh, raise our son the best way we can. Good, good, and that's all you can ask for, that's right? All you can ask for as long as it like not as long as it, even if it's a, if it were a situation where it was more on one side than the other, as long yeah, as you absolutely. guys are able to be co-parents and absolutely. you know move forward with doing what is most important out of this entire situation yeah. is raising your child. We good. But ladies, don't let a little bit of cheating mess up your life. Nigga. <laughs> this nigga been faithful for 365 days. One day you're gonna let that ruin yes! your whole relationship. Don't 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 play yourself. Cause you're getting ready to go. Because guess what you're gonna do? You're gonna go meet another nigga that cheat. <laughs> he gonna do the same then thing. He's gonna do the same That's shit. That's a lot. Then you're gonna meet the next nigga that he do the same thing. Don't okay, look, y'all, don't, ladies, ladies. Don't fall for it. Know your worth. Okay, that man cheat, leave him. He don't love you. Yes, I love, oh, can we he just talk about you. that for one second? I love the <laughs> statement, know your worth. I love it because it, it's it's valuable sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes. But know your worth. Know it. Yeah. Because everybody's worth ain't what they think. This is true. Women don't. They be now, if your worth ain't where it's at, then. They, they be like, yeah, I know my worth. Well, if you knew your worth, you would talk to my friend who's a plumber. <laughs> And not this nigga that. But you want the nigga that play in the NBA. No, 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 your worth. You are not wrong. You are absolutely not wrong. That's my only my only beef. I know you know I love you black right. women. My you only right. beef with black women is the the average black women look at the average black man as if they're lower than them. And that okay. bothers me. Okay. It'd be a regular ass dude who works a nine to five. He takes care of his responsibilities. He may make about fifty thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. and women, regular women who mm-hmm. have regular job, make the same amount of money, will look at him and be like, mm, "That's all you make." They will, yeah. No, you you are not. What? You are not wrong. You're at the you level of him. Wrong. You are not wrong. And that's so a, when that's you say know your worth, know it. Don't overvalue your worth. That's a that's a hard pill to swallow. I think for a lot of women, though. And I, I don't know why. Has to, um, I think. It has a lot to do with social media. It has a lot to do with the society that we live in. We see what other women who don't even have a pot to piss in and all the shit that they're granted. You know what I'm saying? Because of this. Oh, I won't. He got to make yeah. this much. Yeah, you know how that's many? A, that's 5% a of men deal. make that much. And then get mad when he got other hoes. Yeah. Well, now. Well, he got, well <laughs> what do you expect? That's where you're going to lose me every time. <laughs> that, what I do you expect? I can't get with it. No. I expect you to be faithful. Uh, okay. <laughs> He's about okay. If, but but again, if I know my worth and I know I am top tier, my man is top tier. I know what I deserve. Then y'all good. That. Then that, but right. that that's right. That's different. That's equal level. But it's a, exactly. Just don't look down on regular that's guys a disclaimer. <laughs> who are out here putting in work. They're not asking you for nothing. Yeah. They take care of their business. 
You know, you're not wrong. And you then ain't they wrong. get they get looked at by regular black women as if they left lower than them. Yeah. And I don't think that's fair. That's not fair. You're absolutely right. And y'all know I'm always here. I'm gonna advocate for my men always, 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 always. Facts. Um, vice versa. Know y'all worth, know our worth. You know what I'm saying? And like and like you said, everybody has to know what they come with and what they should be looking for. Mm-hmm. So I agree. Um, but anywho, so we had all these conversations, right? Yes, <laughs> about we did. communication. This is great. I absolutely love this. Um, and so I wanted to kind of ask you uh, alongside having, you know, good communication, being assertive, being a strong black woman, strong black man, there's this um, question of success, right? Whether mm-hmm. or not you feel that you are successful, whether or not the fear of success uh, fucks with your mentality or, you know, things of that nature. Do you call, Do you consider yourself successful? Yes. What is your, your definition of success? Being able to pay all my bills mm. and do what I love. Okay. And it's so funny that literally as I'm looking at what I have down on mine, yeah. my biggest thing is being able to have a balance between my work and my pleasure. Yep. And that is success to me. Because mm-hmm. quite often there's no balance, right? It's like you're either working so hard to pay all your bills and then you don't get to do anything that you want to do. I feel like success comes, and this is just for me right now, I feel like success changes when you get to different levels in your life too. I agree. Um, but for me currently, it's being able to have a good balance. Like I'm making money, doing what I want to do, but I'm also, you know what I'm saying? Living. Living, exactly. That's and what that, success is. And that is. could be getting Starbucks every day. Yeah. <laughs> you I mean, know, it doesn't have to be as major. Success is definitely relative. Absolutely. Um, I, I definitely believe I'm successful because I literally just talk for a living, yeah. whether it's on stage or on the radio. Yeah. And I pay all my bills off that. Out that you know what I'm saying. If and you're I, enjoying what you're doing. If I can do that, that's what success is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Throughout whatever else goes on, it might be somebody makes more or mm-hmm. does more. That's perfectly fine. But if you can do what you love to do, mm-hmm. and I don't have to go to a job that I hate every day, you know what I'm saying. Think yeah. about that. That's that's success. That's I would really do what it. what <laughs> success. When you go somewhere you hate every yeah. day, yep. You like man. You know what? I'm, I'm about to quit. I'm sick of this. And yeah. that's and here's the thing about people working. Like, you know how people would be like, oh, I, I was, um, shout out to Kendra G. I was, um, she has me like hosting her show sometimes, her singles live show. I was watching she it. She be having me on there. <laughs> the other day. And that shit, she's so but straight into the point. She, so she she's is. the biggest hustler that I've ever met in my life. I always tell y'all that. Anybody who asks me, like, she's the, by far, the biggest hustler mm-hmm. that I know is Kendra Absolutely. G. She's not going to play with you. Absolutely. Whatever she says she going to do, she going to do that shit. Whether, however you feel about her, that's up to you. But she is going to do what she mm-hmm. says she going to do. Okay? Ain't nothing going to stop yeah. what she says she going to do. As you should. So I was on her show, and this girl was like, I mean, damn, what was I talking about? It was something about, okay, I lost it. Authent- I what I was Authenticity, being yourself. Um, oh yeah that's what it was okay and I interviewed this lady I'm gonna be real fast but I was interviewing this lady and she was like yeah I work from 4 a.m. to 2 at this job then I get off and then I work from 4 30 to 10 at this job then I'm looking for a third job I was like you're not you're not living at all you just you have gave yourself no time to actually live to make what what are you working all these jobs for I, I didn't I didn't quite understand like you're not yeah you're not living when do you get to enjoy like when, when do you, do you when get you when do you sleep and when do you get to <laughs> yeah. just have time for yourself yeah because if you make if you just spend it if you just need all that money then you just really just doing that to pay mm-hmm. bills 
and that's not there's no fun in that. No you have to have some at some point in time you have to be able to enjoy yeah. what you are doing. And like I said, whether that is going out to lunch or happy hour once out the week, you know what I'm saying? Finding mm-hmm. little gems of happiness that you know what I'm saying keep you going. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to be you ain't got to be in Dubai every other goddamn no. month. It doesn't have to be anything that crazy, but just being able to do something that you enjoy. Yep. Your daily life, you know. Yep. happiness and and, agree. And, and and things of that nature so yeah no that's that's too much so <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna leave with this i want to ask you this question um i think it's a very a very a very strong question to Them ask. shots a lot of shots you guys <laughs> what makes you feel powerful that's a very interesting question what makes me feel what makes powerful? you feel feel powerful and this is again your definition your time However, I don't you know. Are. I, th- I think being a black man makes me feel powerful. Okay, speak on you it. You know what I'm saying? Being the most feared yet most respected species mm-hmm. in the world. I mean, you know, it's so much power in being a black man. Mm-hmm. You know, the most desired. Like I told you, I think that everybody desires um, a black man. He said, Y'all want me. Yep. <laughs> you know, um, I don't know. I just, I just love it. I love everything about it. That's what's up. I love that. And I love being a black woman, a strong black woman. I think what makes me feel powerful um, is just to honestly 100% be myself. Yeah. And I think now within the world that we live in, everybody wants to be somebody else. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to live up. Everybody wants to be Beyonce, Jay-Z, Oprah, but you're not. (laughs) And that's okay. And you never will be, and that is okay. But what you can do is be you. To you. And be 100% authentic to yourself. That right there feels powerful. Absolutely. And I was just talking to my friend before this, and I'm like, even the more visibility that my podcast is getting in these reels, and I'm looking at comments, and I'm, first off, I'm from Chicago. It is nothing that y'all can say to me about me that's going to make me feel anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all can nice. talk. All the shit y'all want to talk. Uh, I am me, and I am 100 Even if I look at things, and I'm like, I don't like the way I look wow, there. Wow. Or, I'm just, But it's me. Right. It's me, and that's what y'all going to get. From 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. and from 5 to 9. Right. So that is like my superpower, being able to be authentically me. Yep. And nobody can take that from you. They can't. That's it. That's all, y'all. That's be you all day, every day. Yep. <laughs> so this is great. This is great. And so I do want to ask you, um, being the industry that we are in, you know, it requires you to kind of be on a lot. All the time. <laughs> a lot. Burnout is real. Yes. So what are some tips that you uh, have for uh, burnout? I don't even know. if you have some or you don't know. I'm that's still okay trying if you to don't. Out. Do y'all have some tips? Okay. <laughs> he said, I ain't got none. What's your do you have any like wellness rituals or like things that whether it's a day you dedicate to yourself, ten minutes in the morning that you dedicate to yourself? I'm really working on that. I Good. think that's my you biggest should. flaw. Being that I do what I love, I just feel like it's almost um, disrespectful to take off. Turn it off. Yeah. But you need time yeah, to yourself. I, I do. I'm working you on do. that. I'm not I'm not good at that yet. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I think that's one of the things I struggle with is like being able to just have time for myself okay. and not be thinking. Because even when I'm chilling, I'm thinking about the other Me stuff. Too. So I, I don't I don't know how, how to cut it off. Okay. And I really want to learn how to cut it off. You know what I'm saying? So um i really need some tips yeah i wish i had something for y'all <laughs> but I, I i haven't practiced it so i can't even lie to you to be there yeah, yeah i'm a worker you know what i'm saying i'm a capricorn i'm a worker we, we don't you are a capricorn we don't we don't stop <laughs> you know what i'm saying like we go hard and then when when's we, your birthday january december 30th oh december oh okay yeah, i share a birthday with tyrese tiger woods and lebron I'm so james happy for you 
So as you see, them was all, you know, Tyrese a little emotional. Uh, I get along with Capricorn. Tiger so. got caught up, but it's, hey, he's all right. And he's still a billionaire golfer. And you then feel LeBron me? is LeBron, you know what I'm saying? So there's so many, you know, Denzel, we, Denzel Washington is like the 29th. Like, I, I, I guarantee we think the same. It's like, it's just no off for yeah, us. Yeah. It's no and off. I agree. It, it, there should be an off, but it is very hard. But it's also, hard. like you said, when you're in a field where you enjoy what you do, it don't be feeling like I'm at work you don't anyway. Need, exactly, exactly. And then I be off and don't know what to do. Yeah. I, I be off. I was off two weeks, didn't know what to do. I'm just sitting there. Just, <laughs> what am I supposed so to what do? What am I supposed to do with this time? <laughs> uh, but even if you're, you know, within that field or you're feeling some burnout or just taking a nap. Yeah. You know, oh, having I love some, a good some nap. rest time. So that's a wellness ritual, like being able to take nap. But most, I don't take them on my own. Film. That's my problem. You I, just fall asleep? I just fall out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to, maybe we can work on that. For yeah, you. I'm going like to work, work on that. Work on scheduling in some nap times. Yes. Um, maybe when you have other quiet guests. Quiet times, maybe. stuff like that. Just kind of sitting to the side, turning your phone on, do not disturb. Yes. And just chill out for a second. You're right. You know, um, for me with being at home with the kids and stuff like that, like I try as much as I can to one get up before everybody gets up mm. and just kind of shit, drink some goddamn water with some lemon, wash my face, do a little, you know, sit on the couch with the heater and the covers and just relax to myself before I have to jump into my a million different roles mm. for the day. Yeah. You know, finding little spots. Um, and I was talking to, this will be in the weekend. <laughs> I was talking to one of my clients and I'm like, the one thing I've been doing is making sure I have a hard stop every day, Monday through Friday, before I have to cut off work mode, jump into picking the kids up from school and mom coming home mode. and doing mom. Yeah. So, like, finding those little pieces without um, completely jeopardizing your day, right? There are days where I get busy and I'm going from computer to pick up to back to computer. Yeah. But trying to be a little bit more cautious and finding little areas. It could be 20 minutes, yeah. 30 minutes, an hour. Just find, try to find some spaces for yourself. That's going to be your homework. You're going to leave here. But I have a better schedule now. I have a better schedule now. We're doing <laughs> the morning show. I get up so early and be done early. and I had to Don't you love day. it? Oh, I love it. I'm becoming more of a, mer yeah. a morning person. It's nothing like it. I mean, the hardest yeah. part is just making it to the shower. I wake <laughs> up at 4. And if I can make it to the shower, I know I'm going to be good. Yeah. And wake yourself up. Yeah, but that's a long walk. You be like, an alarm be going off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you me for having today. me. This I had a good amazing. time. Let me finish my mimosa. We can finish this drink. <laughs> Let me pop that. Okay. <sighs> All right, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> but also, thank you guys for joining in, listening in for another episode of the 312 Podcast. Uh, if you are late to the party, like I said, after this episode, <laughs> make sure that you are checking back in at the past episodes. Catch up, like, comment, make sure you subscribe because we need those. Yes. And if you've been here since day one, I love you. Thank you for always watching, listening, and let me know. And if you guys, Zach Bug needs some some tips on how to, you know, work on his burnout and, and finding time to himself. So if you guys have any tips that you can drop in the comments, let me know. Let us know. Let us know. We are all a work in progress. We are not perfect. We are all, you know, out here chasing goals and dreams. So let's help each other. Yes, sir. You feel me? I'm with it. All right, y'all. Until next time, see ya.